welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? In today's video, I wanted to share an article published by Jungle Scout. They have great Amazon research tools. They really excel at helping Amazon FBA sellers with the product research phase. But Jungle Scout also puts out a lot of good content on their blog. If you're not on their email list, it's worth joining. Um, But yeah, I'm going to share an article that they published recently in today's video that shares 15 things you need to know about Amazon in 2022 basically a lot of it is just kind of illustrating Amazon's dominance as I don't even want to say an e-commerce marketplace because at this point I think it's a little bit more than that they're becoming the primary destination for shoppers around the globe you know what I mean like it's almost like people are thinking oh I need this I'm gonna go to Amazon and buy it as like their first read Not, oh, I need this, let me go drive to the store. And it could be any store, right? Or, oh, I need this, I'm gonna go to Google and type in the product name. They're thinking, I need this, I'm going to Amazon and I'm gonna buy it on Amazon. So yeah, some of the statistics you're gonna see in this article are gonna really blow you away. I haven't even read the whole article. I read probably the first half of it. Uh, So I'm excited to see what's left in the back half. But why don't we get started? Real quick reminder, I have a free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. Make sure you take advantage of that. The winners are going to be randomly selected and announced on Sunday, and you can find a link at the top of the description to enter. Also in the description, I've got an eight-day print-on-demand mini course completely free. If you give me your email address, I'll send you one lesson a day for eight days. And I've got a great print-on-demand Facebook group if you would like to join. All right, we are here at the article, 15 Amazon Statistics You Should Know in 2022, and I will link to it in the description of this video as well. So... Let's just go through the 15 things. Number one, Amazon owns the largest piece of the pie for e-commerce sales. When it comes to online sales, Amazon is a mammoth. Amazon will account for nearly 40% of the US e-commerce market this year, 31% of the market, so Amazon's 40%, 31% of the market will be comprised of the next 14 biggest online stores, like Walmart, Apple, eBay. So those are all gonna combine to make up 31% of the market, whereas Amazon alone will account for 40%. Guys, we need to be on Amazon. If you're hesitating about opening a Seller Central account, think of this as the rest of your life, not just, oh, I'm gonna start an Amazon business, maybe I'll succeed, maybe I won't. Like, if you just kind of follow the baseline, most basic approach to what I talk about on this channel, which is just sell FBM print-on-demand products that sit there forever. Like, I opened my Seller Central account in either late 2016 or early 2017 like the products i listed back then are still selling today they're still available okay so just take a long-term perspective and you will be just fine uh okay so amazon 40 percent, 31 percent uh the next 31 percent is comprised of the next 14 biggest online retailers and the next 29.5 percent go to other retailers probably like shopify stores it's crazy two amazon's average daily sales revenue is 1.29 billion dollars average daily sales revenue is above a billion dollars that is absurd um so amazon's total revenue 469.8 billion in 2021 according to statista which is a website i've used before for similar videos Uh, amazon's online retail business earned a net income of 33.36 billion in 2021 
up 21.3 billion from 2020. So they had a absolutely blowout year from 2020 to 2021, which just makes me wonder what's possible for from 2021 to 2022. Because um, if they are, they, they, that means they like doubled. No, that means they tripled. Sorry, that means they basically tripled. If they're up 21.3 billion, that means they were at 11 billion. They went to 33. That is absurd. Amazon has so three. Amazon has 310 million customers worldwide. For comparison, that's almost as many shoppers as the entire population of the U.S. Uh, United States. Etail reports that 90 million of these active global customers are Amazon Prime members. So, of the 310 million, it looks like just under a third of them, roughly, are Amazon Prime members. Also, I'm going to take 10 seconds to plug my finance YouTube channel because I have a series of how I use the Crypto.com app. I have like a YouTube playlist. It's short. But basically, um, I stake some crypto on Crypto.com. I get free Netflix. I get free Amazon Prime. I get free Spotify. I get free airport lounge access. I get 5% cash back. I get a bunch of cool stuff. Check out the playlist, all right? I'm not selling you anything here. I'm just trying to let you guys know that like the Crypto.com atmosphere or ecosystem is really cool and if you're into crypto or you need you know you want to get started playlist is completely free all right and that's that'll be linked in the description all right number four 66 percent of consumers start their product searches on amazon so two-thirds of consumers start their product searches on amazon amazon is the most popular search destination for consumers above search engines above search engines yes we are at that point now the flippening it has flipped from People starting searches at Google to people just going straight to Amazon if they want to buy something. Um, so search engines, 49%. Walmart, 38%. Facebook, 26%. YouTube, 26%. Interesting. Amazon, 20, or YouTube, 26%. Uh, Amazon sees nearly 2.7 billion website visits each month. That is crazy. So here's a chart kind of breaking down. When consumers shop for a product online, where do they start their search? 66% of the time, Amazon, 49%. And I guess it doesn't uh, sum to 100%, which is interesting. But um, yeah, Amazon is exceeding search engines. Five, roughly 3,700, so 3,700 new sellers join Amazon every day. Okay, 3,700 new sellers on Amazon every single day. Uh, that is not meant to imply that they all succeed. I'm sure many people join get distracted by something and quit hopefully that's not you guys i mean again if it is it's okay it's like whatever you spend your time doing in life whatever you spend your time thinking about like that's most likely what is going to manifest in your life in the near term and the future as well if it if it's consistent right so that could be selling on amazon if it's something you're not comfortable with because you're new uh as long as it's something you obsess about and you you think about you will probably succeed but i think if 3700 new sellers a day are joining amazon in seller central i'm i'm comfortable saying that I doubt you know the majority of them are successful in even making a single sale because you can sign up for an account it's not the same as actually you know succeeding and that's not me trying to talk anybody out of doing it I just think that like yo life people get busy man like I can just imagine like you know my friends starting to sell on Amazon they'll sit down they'll do it one day they'll probably not come back to it like ever again like they're they're too worried with other things that's okay that's that's how they want to spend their time it's all good um number six most Amazon sellers are bootstrappers a majority of small and medium-sized businesses, roughly 69%, spend less than $5,000 to start a business on Amazon, and 32% spend less than $1,000, which is interesting because that means they're probably like drop shipping or doing like print-on-demand, for instance, actually. Um, if you're going to do FBA, though, like my first ever 
Amazon FBA product order was $1,600 for the products, $800 to ship it, total $2,400 for that first order, and I made my money back, you know, easily, all right? My first my first product uh, had a 40% profit margin, so I was pretty well protected. It wasn't the most optimal configuration for me to sell what I was selling, but it was cushioned to the point where I felt very comfortable putting that money in and that I would get a return. That was a long time ago, by the way. Uh, it was an, ended up being a massive success story over time, but at the time, it's like you know, pretty fearful putting that much money on the line um, when you're just starting. Uh, upfront investments can include the cost of products, Amazon storage and seller fees, which isn't really upfront, and advertising budgets. Although you know, you you can your your ad spend can just come from the money you actually make from your sales, so it doesn't have to be like a separate bucket of cash that you're spending on ads. Uh, Number seven, third-party sellers generate some serious cash. According to our research, 76% of Amazon sellers are profitable. That's crazy. 76% of Amazon sellers are profitable? I guess that's maybe if you've made a sale. There's probably an asterisk there because there's no way that 73% of the people that open seller accounts um, are profitable. There's no way. And 63% are profitable within a year of launching their business. In 2021, 60,000 third-party sellers exceeded 1 million in sales and approximately 350,000 sellers collected more than 100,000 in sales. Eight, 22% of Amazon's total revenue is attributed to third-party sellers. So as a third-party seller, I think that just implies that you're not selling FBA. Uh, That means that you you can just open a Seller Central account, integrate it with Printful, and you would be, you know, the the revenue you bring in would be lumped in with, um, and this says Amazon's total revenue, so uh, this is probably just the Amazon referral fee that they take from sales, well, actually, I guess it would be advertising revenue as well, um, from sales that take place on their platform that Amazon kind of facilitates the meeting of the seller and the buyer, right? And even though the seller pays the buyer, Amazon says, oop, don't forget our, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18% <laughs> that we're taking. Nine, third-party sellers in the U.S. sold over 7,000 products per minute on Amazon. So between September 2020 and August 2021, third-party sellers sold more than 3.8 billion products. That's 7,400 per minute. And in between Black Friday and Christmas of 2021, third-party sellers in the U.S. sold on average 11,500 products per minute. Damn, that's crazy. Amazon really figured it out, man, by letting the, the whole, like, third-party seller um, ecosystem by creating that, letting them carve out a piece of real estate on their platform and they just kind of moderate what's allowed, what's you know not allowed and uh, create a safe, you know, comfortable environment that attracts a ton of buyers. Um, you know, it's clearly working. Of course, the U.S. doesn't really enforce antitrust laws anymore, so it also allows people like Amazon to just kind of run away with, with the whole industry and, you know, that's that. 10, 89% of sellers use Amazon FBA as their selling method. So 22% of Amazon's total revenue is attributed to third parties. Okay, I'm going back to number eight. This is including FBA sellers then, but when it says Amazon's total revenue, that means Amazon and all of their subsidiaries like Whole Foods, Amazon Web Services, that that's that has to be what it means. This has to be. Um, is that linked to the IRS? No, it doesn't. Okay, sorry. I saw, I saw ir.amazon.com. So I was like, wait, is this like a tax return or something? Okay, so I got it. So third-party sellers would still be us, whether we're FBA, whether we're FBM, etc. 89% of sellers use Amazon FBA as their selling method. Uh, Amazon FBA is the most popular fulfillment method for third-party sellers. 59% of sellers create their own product and brand with the private label model. 
11, home and kitchen is the most popular Amazon product category among SMB sellers. 32% of SMB Amazon sellers. What the heck is SMB? Um, SMB. Maybe that's like their survey name or something. Uh, all right. So 32% of them sell in the home and kitchen category due to the ease of manufacturing, durability during delivery, and minimal category restrictions. The second most popular category for sellers is beauty and personal care at 23%, followed by toys and game at 20%. So if you guys are new to Amazon looking to start FBA, maybe start in these categories. It probably is not a coincidence that these are so popular. Like they said in this uh, article, things like ease of manufacturing, you know, you can probably find a ton of manufacturers for best-selling products. Um, durability, so they're not breaking during transit. I did one time sell a go, <laughs> sell glass products. I would sell multiple kind of in a you know in a unit in one SKU would contain multiple glass products, and I did really well right out of the gate. But overall, it just like I had to cut it loose after two orders because they broke too often. Meaning not all the time, but like Amazon only gives you so many like uh, like X number of return rate. You know what I mean? Like what your return rate is per the you know as a function of how many products you sell. My return rate was too high. It wasn't worth it, so I had to cut it loose. So durability matters. All right, 12, Amazon sellers are eyeing aggregators. 25% of third-party sellers are looking to aggregators to acquire their business, a new endgame for Amazon entrepreneurs. And for good reason. Aggregators raised over $12 billion in 2021. I've actually even heard of a company, I forget the name, but they are publicly traded and that was their whole business model. They were just an, ag- an Amazon business aggregator. They were just buying like FBA businesses. And they were successful enough to the point where they, you know, went public and they're publicly traded on the stock market, which then you get a bunch of like forward multiples um, priced into your company's uh, valuation. And, you know, the, the people at the beginning of that formed that company and that took the risk uh, get paid. You know, they get a massive payday. So shout out to them. And, you know, if you do start FBA, you can consider that as an exit down the road. It's always on the table. And you get a nice, healthy forward multiple for your business. 13, Amazon's Prime membership is expected to reach 76.6 million households in 2022. So that's households. That means, you know, if there's multiple people living in a household, that's even more people. So according to Statista, U.S. households with Amazon Prime are expected to grow 15% in 2022, up from 66.4 million households in 2019. And that tracks 80% of U.S. consumers expect free shipping on orders above a certain dollar amount. 14, as of 2021, Amazon employs over 1.6 million people worldwide. Amazon's employment has impressive global reach, and this doesn't even account for Amazon seasonal or temporary workers. Um, Quick note on that, though, because I actually viewed an Amazon warehouse. I toured it, and when we were there, they did a presentation where they basically kind of showed that they are working towards, uh, automating. I don't know why it took me, Google took me to Amazon, um, Spain, but either way, uh, they showed a presentation and they, by the way, they they weren't letting people tour the automated warehouses. They were letting them tour like the traditional warehouses with humans walking around. Uh, but they basically showed us like their vision of the future and yeah, while they employ 1.6 million people, Amazon's goal is certainly not to employ 1.6 million. It's to employ as few people as possible, which as business owners, you can't necessarily blame them. But as Amazon, you know, one of the world's most valuable companies, um, it's not great when that's the trend. The trend is employ as few people as possible because, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that's going to need to be figured out pretty quickly uh, because, yeah, Amazon has like a whole cutting edge 
on probably the global front cutting cutting edge like robotics team that's worried about like automating the whole like warehousing aspect of Amazon and uh, even the like automated warehouses were not fully automated in what they showed but like robots would go and pick up the entire shelves so there's like massive shelves in these warehouses we got to tour a bunch of it you know um, they could, the the robots would pick up the shelves move them like like kind of like elevate them a little bit move them to the human and the human never had to move so they would just stand there and pick out of the shelf and then the robot would go take the shelf and put it back and they just kind of did like a big you know formal line so anyways that's what that's what i saw a couple years ago when i toured a fulfillment center which you can still do by the way if you guys ever want to go on like a field trip um it was fun i brought my mom skipped work that was back when i was working my nine to five and uh only had to drive like an hour away from where i lived to because they only let you into certain ones, but you can just Google it and find how to how to tour a warehouse. It was loud, by the way. You had to wear headphones. All right, fifteen. Amazon advertising earned thirty-one billion uh, casual thirty-one billion dollars last year. So advertising on Amazon clocked in at thirty-one point two billion dollars in twenty twenty-one, with a growth rate of an absurd thirty-two percent. But this is a result of them forcing people to advertise, kind of like indirectly and increasing their ad inventory. I don't know if you guys shop on Amazon. I don't even shop on Amazon that often, but I guess I'm on there looking around enough, you know, for YouTube and for my own research and product sales. And you'll notice they're increasing the number of spots where you see sponsored products. And when you when you do that, you know, you make more money. So that's what they're doing. Uh, advertising makes twice the revenue of physical stores and more than Amazon subscription services like Prime. So this was not the case as recent. I mean, I'm acting like I know. I don't know for sure, but like the push to force all sellers into having to advertise, I feel like really started like maybe the back half of 2019 if I had to if I had to pick a date. And they really just kind of like snapped their fingers and made this a thing, you know what I mean? And added and this is probably all profit, right? Cuz it's just selling it's selling literal online real estate. Um so yeah, so that's just crazy. It's making more money than physical retail stores, than their subscription services like Prime. That is crazy. 79% of Amazon SMB sellers advertise their products on or off Amazon. So they Amazon created an ad type where you can, they facilitate advertising off of Amazon, which is crazy that they're trying to pass that along to the sellers instead of just paying it themselves. But it's not crazy because Amazon's cutthroat, even to their sellers. Uh, Amazon continues to impress with staggering e-commerce stats. As a mainstay of e-commerce, Amazon is securing its spot at the top while providing third-party sellers an opportunity to join in on the victory. So, guys, this was a great article by Jungle Scout. Um, Definitely recommend joining their email list if you're not already. And I recommend using the tool if you're actually looking to start an FBA business because it's definitely like my go-to product research tool. It can work outside of just FBA. It can work for print-on-demand, but it's, it's not as necessary for print on demand. If you're selling FBA and you want to protect yourself and make like as good of an informed decision as possible before you invest your money into launching a product, I definitely would recommend Jungle Scout uh, using their research tool. So I'll put my link to Jungle Scout in the description as well in case you want to check it out. Guys, thank you for watching this video though. I do appreciate you and your time. I hope you found this video uh, useful. If you did, please let the YouTube algorithm know by hitting the like button. And if you want to subscribe and help my channel grow and hit 100K subscribers, I'd also appreciate that. Thank you for watching. I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.